welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode and I'm so excited to have you back. If you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I recently celebrated my five-year anniversary of working in my business full-time, which means that for five whole years, which by the way is longer than any job I've ever had, longer than my degree, and nearly as long as my current and longest ever relationship, um, I've been running this little business that I started completely from scratch. So I wanted to mark the occasion, even though it was actually two weeks ago, so we won't mention that, by dedicating a podcast episode to it and thinking about the five most valuable lessons I have learned in the past five years being a full-time business owner. There's some good stuff in there which I can't wait to share with you. But before we get started, I just wanted to quickly tell you about the coaching program I run just for designers, which is currently open for two final spaces for the last session of this year, so starting in September. Running my business for this long has taken me on some interesting and not always wise paths, and although I found my way here in the end, I would have really valued some guidance from someone who'd been there before And that's what I'm offering with this program. The Daring Designers Coaching Club is a three-month one-to-one program which focuses on helping you build a design business you love and that loves you back. I work through different things with every coaching client, as you can imagine, but some really popular topics we tackle are building confidence as a new or existing business owner, pricing your services properly, creating a killer portfolio and finding dream clients to fill your days with fulfilling work. Like I said, I only have two spots available for the next round of the program starting in September and taking you to the end of the year. And if you feel like you need a bit of guidance and these podcasts are already helping you, I'd love to work with you on some coaching. I'll put a link to the program in the show notes where you can apply um, and also feel free to drop me an email or a message if you've got any questions at all. Okay, on to the episode. Let's chat about the five most valuable lessons I have learned in the five years running my business full time. So the first one is success is not one size fits all. Something I've spoken about and constantly talk about with friends and fellow business owners is the noise. And the noise, by the way, I'm doing air quotes there, is all of the opinions, advice and recommendations you see on Instagram or Facebook ads or wherever else from other business owners. Don't get me wrong, so many people offer amazing advice and opinions within the noise, but because there are so many, 
It's really easy to get bogged down with doing things that work best for that person and for other people. And that really stands with thinking about success. How many ads have you seen for some sort of way to make six figures or to book up six months in advance or to launch your own course? And how many times have these ads or posts made you feel like that's something you want to be doing, even though you hadn't even thought about it before? Well, for me, I have to be honest, it's a lot of times. There's so many times when I have been pulled into courses or webinars, which all offer a certain level of achievement which feels like a good standard measure of success. But it was never my level of success. And so when something didn't work out for me, instead of just admitting that it wasn't right for me and my business, I felt like such a failure. Has anyone else been there? One of the most valuable lessons I've learned is to create my own level of success, my own goals, and my own way of working, and don't bend for anyone else's version of these things. In my head, I have a great idea of how much I want to earn a year, how much I want to be working, and the work that fills me with joy. And so I now know when something pops up telling me to take a different path, that's not the path for me. Every time you want to make a decision to work with someone new or invest in a course, try to think deeply about whether this fits with the life you want to live and the business you want to run and only go ahead if it does. Things like vision boards and journaling, or even just a good old-fashioned five-year plan, can help you figure out what this looks like for you. My second big lesson of the past five years is to trust yourself and the process. When you start a business, I don't think you realise how much you are relying on yourself. Well, I didn't anyway. You have to do absolutely everything, so all of the accounts, all of the marketing, all of the actual work, all of absolutely everything that comes with the business is all on your head, at least up until a point where you're making enough money to outsource, which a lot of people aren't doing early on. So until that point when you're building a name for yourself, doing some marketing, finding clients, you're the only person who can make the decisions, so you really have to trust your own judgment. And why not? You've started the business, you're the one building it up, You've got this far, so of course you know what's best for you next. Trusting my gut and trusting every decision I've made in my business has taken a little practice, especially when there's things like imposter syndrome getting in the way, and I really wouldn't be where I am now without making those decisions and trusting myself to make them and stick with them. There are definitely a couple of things which, thinking back, maybe I would have done a bit differently, but I'm also 100% sure if I'd changed what I'd done, things probably wouldn't be too different, so it doesn't really matter anyway. And on the other side of the trust is to trust the process. Building a business takes time and a lot of work, and every action you take is getting you further towards reaching your goals. But the time it takes in between each step can be an agonising weight and can really make you doubt yourself. Near the beginning of me starting my business a few years ago, I worked with an amazing coach who was helping guide me through a pivot of services and also levelling up my business. I found myself following all the steps we'd gone through together, writing blog posts, posting on Instagram, getting my website set up, and still no one turned up. 
But the more work I put in, the more I found that I was getting more people noticing what I was doing and eventually wanting to work with me. I wish at that point, that in-between point where I was putting the work in and not seeing any results, I'd trusted myself and the process a little bit more so I could see that the work I was doing was having an impact, even if it didn't feel like it at the time. So keep putting the work in, keep putting your passion into your business and always, always trust yourself. Okay, the next, the third lesson, and I think my favorite is a happy, healthy business needs a happy, healthy you. Honestly, there are times when I feel like I need to get this tattooed on my forehead or plastered all over my office walls because it's a lesson I keep learning and relearning over and over again. It's so easy to put everything you have, all your energy into work, especially because it's something you love doing and that you've turned or are in the process of turning into a job. Burnout, that little friend that I'm sure we've all experienced, is something that at times has either crept up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder with a bit of notice, but other times it's jumped out of a bush and taken me completely by surprise, but it's something I've definitely experienced and I'm still very vulnerable to. The truth is, if you need your business to run day to day and be there to support your clients and the people around you, you really need to look after yourself. And that's also going to look different for all of us. For me, it's taking weekends away from my laptop, finishing during the week at a good time for me, and also only working on a select number of projects at a time. And these are all things that I've had to learn and find over time that work for me. I also love to take time off every now and then, whether it's actually going away, not so much at the moment, but in the past, or just taking the time off to spend with family and friends, away from emails and not thinking about work. Aside from trying to not make myself ill and work to an early grave, more and more I've found that when I give myself space to look after myself before I think about work, the more I feel productive, motivated and inspired by the work I do and have incredible ideas and ambitions. This very podcast wouldn't even exist had I not had a week off earlier this year and been inspired to create it. If you ignore the rest of my lessons, that's absolutely fine. But the one thing I really urge you to do is look after yourself and practice a bit of self-care, whatever that looks like to you. And you never need to earn your rest. So my fourth lesson is invest in what will help you live the life you want to. With a growing business comes inevitable investment, whether it's something smaller like a business tool or program or moving up the levels to courses, coaching, outsourcing tasks or even hiring a full team. And I've been through it all in the past five years. This really goes hand in hand with trusting yourself, but when it comes to money and putting your hard-earned cash into something, regardless of the size of the investment, it's going to be a big decision. And you really just have to go with your gut and spend your money where you think it goes best. Again, we want to go back to ourselves, the goals we set for ourselves and how we truly believe we want to live our lives and run our business. If you've seen a course that's been taken by a lot of people you respect, but it doesn't feel like a good fit for you, that's absolutely fine. And it's okay to not follow the trend. If other business owners you see are outsourcing their accounts, but you actually like diving into your numbers, good for you, then that's great. Keep doing that. 
And on the other side of things, if you've been following someone for years and love everything they do, you agree with everything they say, really resonate with their messages, and then they release a program that feels like the perfect fit for you, then go for it. You know what feels right at any time. And as before, you have to trust your own mind. Investment is a wonderful thing and is guaranteed to help you and your business if you make really considered decisions about what and who to invest in. Whilst we're here, some of my most valuable investments over the past few years, and again, this will probably be completely different for you, are firstly coaching, and in particular, two coaching programs which have helped me to get where I wanted to be each time at different parts of my business. And then the other most valuable investment for me has been hiring an incredible team and making sure that I'm always working with people who have the same values as me and work in a really similar way. So my fifth and final point is potential is truly limitless. Not just mine, but everyone's. And you really can do whatever you put your mind to. Running a business can be so stressful and hard at times, but there is so much reward in that you have the ability to completely control your own workload and your lifestyle. Because you have that control, you can really go wherever you want to go and do whatever you want to do. We've seen it so many times, freelancers giving up their day job to travel the world, new parents who can work around a baby's schedule, people pivoting their business because it doesn't feel like it did before, or people out earning the income from their day job three, four, or even five times over, and then even more. There are so many things you can do and so many goals you can reach. The sky really is the limit and having that knowledge is so powerful. So we'll leave that episode there on that hopefully uplifting little note and I hope my five lessons from the past five years help you or guide you or give you a bit of inspiration or even just a little insight into my personal journey as a business owner. As always, I love a bit of a chat, so please drop me a message if you want to talk about anything that came up in the episode. If you want to follow along with me, you can find me at GattaWeb on Instagram or at GattaWeb.com. We also have our own Facebook group for designers, which you can join by searching the Daring Designers Club on Facebook. There are about 100 of us in there now, so a really lovely community, and I'd love for you to be part of it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and see you next time. Bye.